Welcome to the Elevate Your Business podcast. We're going to be creating personalized strategies to grow your business in tune with every facet of your being. This podcast is here to help you find alignment in all that you're doing, expand your mind to your growth edge, and to help you embody all that you desire. We'll be diving deep into topics that will move the dial in your business, up-level your knowledge, but also your mindset to grow your business with a mix of smart strategy fused with feminine energetics. Hello, fabulous, beautiful ladies. I hope you're well. This is the next episode of Elevate Your Business. I am going to be talking about something that is quite apropos at this time of the year. And you know, I've been talking lots about making plans and strategies. And I just want to kind of zero in on one part of uh, your strategy and also just, I guess, an obstacle or a challenge that I see so many women coming into my world with. And that has to do with setting targets. So I see a lot of women not set targets for themselves and set themselves up kind of for failure. But the actual reason why they're not often setting the targets, and this could be you setting the targets in the first place, is because they're actually afraid of failure. So goal setting is not just a trendy buzzword. It really is the secret sauce that can catapult your business to completely new heights. I have seen it for myself. So why are goals and targets so crucial? They really are like the North Star that are guiding your ship through kind of the entrepreneurial sea. They give you direction. Did you like that metaphor? (laughs) They give you direction, they give you purpose, and they give you a roadmap to where you're actually going. So you know I talk about both strategy and energy and setting a goal or a target, an actual financial target in this case, is so, so important for both parts. So one, strategically, the key and not, and the, the key and the, the importance of setting a financial target is that one, it gives you something to aim for because if you don't have that target, then you're obviously going to hit it every single time. If you have no target for January or February or March in your business, then, you know, who knows whether or not you've actually been successful. You might arbitrarily be kind of saying, eh, it was an okay month, but how do you know if it was actually okay? Getting really, really clear, and this is where it it does make women uncomfortable. I say women because I see this time and time again, I think more with women when it comes to money than anything. And it makes you uncomfortable to set the target because you're actually afraid of, of missing it. So it actually works the other way around. If you set a target, let's say $1,000 or $5,000 or $10,000 for yourself and your business, What it does is it helps you then work out the strategy, work out the steps that you need to take in order to get there. And then uh, your behavior and your energy and everything that follows that month will be working towards that goal. So let's say it's $1,000. You need to work out how you're going to make that $1,000 and how many clients that might be, how much you need to show up. So on a daily basis, If you're looking at at that on your bulletin board or in your spreadsheet, you know that you need to do something today that's going to help you work towards that goal. So actually having it makes you 
focus and keeps you on track with the areas of focus for your business. And that's why the annual almanac is so, so important because it makes you put down a figure and then it makes you put down what are going to be the areas of focus. So all you need to do, and I don't say mean to say all you need to do because there's still a lot of things to need to do inside your business, but what you need to do is focus on those core things, those key things. I always say one of those key things needs to be a revenue generating and income producing activity. And you set about working on that every single day. I have seen so much evidence with clients who have set the bar. Let's say it was, it was 10 K. I had a client that was working towards a 20 K target one month. And she's like, I got really nitty gritty in about the third week of the month. And she kept on just finding ways to increase her revenue. And she got really, really close to the target. She didn't quite get to the 20, but she did so, so well because she had something to aim for. And previously she'd kind of been hovering around 10 million maybe just a little bit more than 10K a month. So it was quite amazing to see what she did, what she could do strategically and what how she kind of showed up for herself and showed up for her business energetically when she had the target. Now, it's really crucial to remember that not one size fits all when it comes to setting targets and goals. What is a goal for you in your business is going to be different to somebody else. So I want you to make sure that this is really focused on you, not just trying to like, you know, oh, I want to hit 10K. You need to know that you can actually achieve it. And even if it is a stretch, this needs to be something that's very personal to you and your business. There are obviously going to be things and challenges that are going to come up along the way. And you need to just kind of overcome those. You need to be really flexible with the fact that, okay, in one month or in, 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 in maybe for three months, you don't hit your target, but you don't stop setting the target because you haven't hit it. So the other thing that's really important that kind of goes hand in hand with setting those targets is making sure that you have some financial systems or a process in place to kind of close out each month and to start each month. So the start of each month could be setting that target and then knowing what you need to focus on. But I would highly recommend you having a spreadsheet inside Annual. There is uh, the inflow forecast. Adapt it as you need to for your business, but I highly recommend, regardless of the stage of your business, of not just setting that target, but actually keeping yourself accountable every single month and getting into the habit of going back to that target, listing out in the spreadsheet what your sales have been, what your expenses have been, and where you've ended up each month. Now, again, a lot of people don't do this until they get their business to a certain stage. And what happens is that you have, you get your business to a certain stage, hopefully, but you don't, you lack the habits of having financial systems in place. And like I said, when you have the targets and you keep on raising the bar and raising the bar and raising the bar, you actually have so much more chance of achieving those goals than if you don't set them at all. So actually closing out every single month and resetting each month actually gives you a chance to reach higher financial targets and then you know, cumulatively over the, over the months and let's say in a year's time, you've gotten really, really good at making sure that you setting your target and you're, you're, you're staying nice and accountable to yourself every month. Then as your business grows, this becomes a tool for you to be able to scale. Because as I always talk about, we need to 
analyze and optimize. And you can't analyze and optimize if it's all just in your mind. To have a spreadsheet and say, okay, well, what's going on here? You know, I step into people's businesses all the time and look at spreadsheets and maybe there's a lack of spreadsheets and a lack of numbers. It's really difficult to kind of get my fingers into the pie or for you to even look at that yourself if there's nothing to analyze. So, I would highly recommend if you have annual, go and grab the inflow forecast. It's very simple. It breaks out what your targets are going to be monthly, what they look like quarterly. And I will be enhancing some of these tools actually next year inside annual so that there is a monthly tracking. So I would, and I have a monthly tracker myself. I'm just going to introduce it into the program. And, um, but I would absolutely be keeping track on a monthly basis so that you know where your income is coming from. And so that you also have a really, really good grasp of your expenses. So your expenses initially will sometimes outweigh your income and that's normal and that's okay. I think I saw something the other day about how Jeff Bezos was talking about in the early days of Amazon, like they were joking about the fact that he can, he had like, you know, billions of dollars worth of losses month after month after month. That's really normal in startup phase. And so even in the first two or three years, if your um, income is not as high as your expenses, that's pretty normal. The ability to be able to tolerate that for a long time is you know, is, is, is kind of minimal as entrepreneurs because we need to make sure that we're spending less than we're earning. But it is very normal, especially if, 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 if that is the case at the beginning of your business. In an ideal world, you know, your income continues to grow and then those expenses either stay the same or, you know, grow a little bit as you have to take on new subscriptions or new resources or for a variety of different reasons. But it's really important for you to not bury your head in the expenses of your business and say, well, I need these, there's no point in keeping track of them anyway, because having zero idea of what your numbers are doing every month is going to give you zero idea of how you're actually going to achieve your targets and get to where you want to get to. So a little bit of a deep dive into an area that I know a lot of you will kind of go, I don't like this conversation because it's about money and it's about targets and I don't like setting targets. But I promise you, this is one of the fastest ways for you to grow your business is just to get really, really real with your numbers and start this now and start this, especially as you're going into next year. There are other ways of keeping track of financials that if I love a gadget, I love a piece of software, I love things to help automate and do this for me. I use Xero as a way, uh, as an online software tool that grabs all of my bank, um, my bank uh, statements. It grabs all of my transactions that come through PayPal. I do have a bookkeeper. I didn't always have a bookkeeper, but she kind of just looks at that. It actually makes my bookkeeping expenses less expensive because I use Xero because it's all in there. She doesn't need to troll around. She has to do a little bit of reconciliation but that really helps you as well. So if you are don't are, are kind of like spreadsheet illiterate and don't love spreadsheets, there are online tools that are out there. Zero is one of the biggest ones um, and it talks to so many of the different systems like Kajabi and whatever. So it just grabs all of the information in from those different systems that you have and banks and it's highly secure. So it makes your life easier and it can tell me at the end of every month and with no need to input anything, what sales I've done, what expenses I've had and where my P&L or my profit and loss is at for my business. So 
I hope that's helpful for you. I hope that um, if you have annual, you can dive in and dive into that goals section, uh, grab the spreadsheet, use the annual almanac. And when I'm recording this, the annual almanac is still free, but it is going to be turning into a paid digital product very soon. I'm going to be making some more enhancements to it. Grab that, start using it for next year and make sure that you're not, um, you know, skirting over uh, financial targets and goals for next year.